You're listening to The Mint Project, the podcast to elevate your knowledge on pregnancy and postpartum fitness, nutrition, and more, along with parenting, business, and advice to keep you living your best life. The Mint Project is led by your expert trainers, Betsy Jones, Kara Forrester, and Jess Carr. With that said, let's do this. Trainers, did you know that 85% of women will become pregnant in their lifetime? This means that you will work with pregnant and postpartum clients. So get the information you need to safely and effectively guide your clients through this chapter of their fitness journey and become an expert in the space. Not only will you learn about movement, you'll learn about nutrition and mindset from fertility through pregnancy to postpartum, as well as how to market yourself as a professional in this space. You'll interact with the Mint experts throughout the course, giving you the guidance and accountability to finish and get to work. Head to themintproject.com and go to the education tab to learn more. Welcome back to the Mint Project Podcast. Jess, Betsy, and Kara here. Today we are chatting about a topic that gets us really fired up. It is postpartum stigmas and marketing tactics. Uh, but before we get into that, we got to do a little poll. Maybe we'll put a poll on our Instagram. There's two types of people in this world. Kara <laughs> and I are team keep all the tabs open on your browser and Betsy is team close all your tabs and don't have a lot of tabs open (laughs) team minimalist team keep your life free of clutter (laughs) your mind (laughs) to me keeping all the tabs open keeps my mind free of clutter like you guys just saw I don't have to remember any passwords if it's already open I don't have to find where I found it before it's just there so (laughs) it's there and I never Jess is that why you do it that and I just I think I'm just lazy and I don't want to reopen tabs I don't know and I'm always like yeah and go find it I feel like I'm always multitasking so I'm going into my google doc and then I'm using something from that google doc in canva or facebook or whatever so that's fair of like your drive is open in the and I've got you know this window if I but like 20 of them you're doing 20 windows at once don't you get distracted yes very very no it's like oh Something pops up over here. Yes, it is distracting. I I've been trying to be um, better about it. Yeah, uh, Andre, my husband Andre's computer is the same way. I'll open it and I'm like, I you can't even read past the first letter on the tab because there's so many trying to squeeze into the browser. Well, it's like whenever we share our screens, you're always like, oh my gosh, look at all those tabs. So no, sorry. It overwhelms me. All right, so we'll put a poll mm-hmm. on our Instagram, and you guys have have to vote whether you're Team Tab or Team No Tab. But um, Team Betsy is what it's called. <laughs> yeah, but we'll just leave it there. Yeah, we're all also not the most tech savvy individuals, I guess you would say. I yeah. and I, sh- <laughs> I am tech savvy in certain ways because I worked in like digital marketing for a while, but in other ways, we are not. Kara and I were trying to figure out why we couldn't hear each other on 
the pre-recording to this and she didn't have her headphones on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's why (laughs) I couldn't hear. I was like, oh, I'm not even wearing the headphones. All right. As soon as I put them on, cleared it up. (laughs) Okay. So speaking of Instagram and social media and Pinterest and all the things, by the time we publish this, I'll I'll probably have posted that reel that I made the other day. Yeah. So today we're talking about postpartum stigmas and things that are just kind of annoying to us in the space. And the other day I did a little search on Pinterest and you see this on Instagram too, but I did a search for pregnancy fitness and literally nine out of 10 as I was scrolling were things like how to get or how to lose your belly fast, how to lose weight in six weeks, abs for moms, how to not gain weight during pregnancy. And maybe <laughs> one of the things was something related to like a recuperative or rehabilitative, rehabilitative like type of post. But like the fact that there was nothing about healthy, like being healthy through pregnancy. I think drives us yeah. all a little nuts. So that's what we're talking about today. Um, and because my background is in marketing, I, I know exactly why people do this because they market to women because successful marketing preys on insecurities and fears, right? So as moms, mm, right. So like as moms, yeah, we have this like, oh, I'm going to gain weight. And now we have this fear of, am I ever going to be able to lose it? And so these companies or these influencers come in here, let me teach you how to lose it in six weeks really fast. And that speaks to these women who are already insecure, already dealing with a lot of other mental health things. And it just really needs to stop. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's hard to see. I think, from the mental standpoint, like that can be, I know I especially had a really hard time afterward of, and even during pregnancy, I remember talking to my doctor and saying like, I, if I'm already struggling this much mentally during, I don't know what after is going to be like, because especially in our, our, I would say field or our community, whatever you want to call it in the fitness world, you're used to being able to control your body and you're used to being able to look and feel the way you want, or rather if you don't, you know what actions to take to make that happen or to at least work towards that. So then there's almost this expectation of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say maintaining a healthy weight through pregnancy and postpartum is obviously important and that's something that women should be talking to their doctors about but going through pregnancy and thinking that my only priority is oh I only want to gain a belly and if I gain any weight anywhere else then something's wrong with me because these other women on Pinterest are doing that and these other women lost their weight in six weeks after when they were postpartum like yeah mentally that's really challenging and I know for me Similarly, like when I uh, had my daughter, I didn't gain a ton of weight during pregnancy. But like you said, I was someone who was very health conscious and conscious of my body. And it took me almost a year before I went back to the gym um, just for a variety of reasons. And then like 
seeing that type of stuff is even more mentally damaging. Like, oh, why can't I get myself back to the gym? Should I be, should I have lost all this weight? Like, so, and there's just other things that we need to prioritize. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you have to think your body has gone through, I mean, they say pregnancy is 10 months. That's 10 months of your body changing, your hormones changing, all this stuff. And then you have this experience where a baby comes out of you, however that happens, you know, um, whether it's surgical or, you know, uh, vaginally. And then, and then what? And then all of a sudden you're just supposed to be back to where you were. We wouldn't expect that out of any other physical transformation. Like let's say someone, you know, even broke their arm. You wouldn't expect them to just be like, okay, well, tomorrow... You know, you got your cast off, just, you should, you should be, you know, handstand walking again in the gym and doing pull-ups and all the weight that you gained while you were in your cast or whatever, you know, should be gone. But for some reason, we do have that expectation with pregnancy and postpartum. I think it is because of a lot of the marketing and just seeing other people's experiences and everybody is different. Everybody responds differently to different um, scenarios and it's that's just kind of comes down to also comparison and yeah. just like this is not the time to compare this is your journey your individual journey for sure and it goes back to what we talked about a little bit in the last podcast where like everyone's different and we've had this huge shift in the fact that it's becoming more well known that women can work out through fitness But that comes with good and bad because, yeah, then you're comparing yourself to the other mom on Instagram or at the gym that's maybe still lifting heavy weights and that's not feeling right for you. Or maybe she's not gaining a ton of weight and you're struggling with that. And so mentally, rather than promoting not gaining, uh, uh, one of the ones I saw was like, nine habits of women who don't gain weight during pregnancy <laughs> and i'm like that's a that's it just a sets thing? a false expectation yeah. for yeah. women you will gain weight what you're were the habits to. yeah what was one of the habits i'm uh, like yeah. interested how do you not gain weight right right you're going to i mean gain i know weight. yeah i know some women actually who have um i forgot what it's called but there are some circumstances where women actually do lose weight sometimes right. because they're so yeah. sick. And that is very yeah. different. That's not yes. what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. And there's different levels of weight gain, Whether what, what you come mm-hmm. into your pregnancy with. There's different recommendations. But telling a woman who's, like you said, already self-conscious maybe about the fact that she's going to gain a little bit of weight during pregnancy, which by the way, is normal and healthy and you need to gain some weight (laughs) because you have a baby in your body that is growing. It's just, it really messes with your mindset. Um, And so for sure, I recommend if you are pregnant or very early postpartum to stay off of certain media, (laughs) (laughs) follow people who are promoting health and wellness and recovery and not fitness influencers are promoting getting your body back and getting your abs back and all those things because it's great to have goals postpartum like you can absolutely have goals to get back to a certain point but start with maybe some healthier goals or give yourself enough time to get there well and and like you said about time you have to think if pregnancy is 10 months long and that doesn't even include 
well, it includes, but let's say we're not factoring in whatever your birth experience was. You're saying that that time in six weeks can be back to normal. Right. Uh, you, there's no way. I mean, I I can, would say respectfully it should take years or can take years for some. And, and the biggest key there is that that individualization for everybody yeah. that no one should have expectations because not only are we all different, but that baby and how it grows in your body is going to manifest different and differently in other people mm-hmm. for sure. And okay. From a mindset perspective, we talk a lot about this in our trainers course, how to work with women on mindset and especially think about postpartum. Okay. You just had this child. Your whole world is now changed, especially if it's your first one, but maybe even more so if it's your second one, because now it's even double the crazy, right? Like my priority after I had my child was surviving, (laughs) like (laughs) maybe getting a couple hours of sleep at night, feeding myself, feeding the child, trying to figure out the whole breastfeeding thing like yeah I did not have the mental capacity to think about losing weight getting back to the gym and that's okay like but how do we teach that to other women I think is the question I think it's a constant reminder don't you Kara yeah and I think just not I know this is easy to say sometimes, but just not even having those expectations on ourselves, like giving ourselves grace. And then in that way, we can extend that to other people. Um, So it's interesting that you said, even with our second, like my first baby, she was, I would say, a lot less needy than my second. So I came back thinking, okay, you know, I took time off the gym. I own a gym, but I literally didn't come into the gym for at least two months after having both my kids. Mentally, I didn't want to have to come in and be like, oh, I can't do any of these things. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. for a, a variety of reasons. But um, so I remember thinking with my second, like, okay, this is how this happened with my first. It's probably going to be super similar. You have to remember every baby is different too. Yeah. So like my son needed a lot more from me. I wasn't able to just leave him in the car seat, you know, mm-hmm. like – most of the time, like I did with my daughter while I got my workout in for an hour, you know, um, so just coming to terms with that, you just have to remember like every, it's just all, all different. So even comparing your own self from previous pregnancies and postpartums, um, just have to remember it's a different journey every time. Yeah. So true. Expectations. Like you Mm -hmm. can have goals, like we said, but yeah. Set your expectations at a realistic level and I'll give yourself some grace. Like if you don't get back to the gym yeah. for six months because you're taking care of your child and just maybe work working on going for a walk here and there, like that's okay. The gym will be there and it's not the best idea in the world to go back to the gym when you're super stressed out and not sleeping anyways. So like let's lay some foundations first. Yeah. And I think it's our job as trainers to constantly be that reminder and the the safe haven for a postpartum woman. Because if coming to the gym makes them feel good, then great. We want that for them during that time. But how can they get what they need mentally and emotionally while still protecting themselves physically? Yeah. And I think it's a hard, it's a hard balance as a trainer because you're always someone who 
you're a very supportive role, but you're also someone who's trying to, you know, allow, give someone space to learn new things about themselves and to push themselves and become better versions of themselves. So just learning that um, balance between support and not. I had a friend who um, took my six phase postpartum program uh, last year and she had a really hard time doing it at her home gym because she'd go in and she's trying to work on the foundations, the fundamentals. And then she would text me and say, yeah, I cleaned um, like however much weight today and now my back really hurts. I'm like, oh, um, how far along postpartum are you again? Oh, this is my seven week. I was like, okay. And she said it was because it was so hard because everyone in the gym was like, yes, you're back. Let's do this. Let's like, you know, and they were so pumped to have her there, which is awesome. Yeah. But they were like, yeah, let's get you back to where you were before. And and I guess just um, being okay with telling people. No pressure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, um, I'm trying to build a foundation. And maybe just looking at it that way, like I'm trying to build a good foundation so that, yeah, in a few months or whatever, whenever I'm ready, I can crush that clean or I can be doing this Mm. stuff without that back pain, without the incontinence, the prolapse symptoms, whatever, Mm -hmm. because you've built that foundation. Yeah. Knowing that it might take, it might take you longer than it took somebody else, which is exactly why you wrote your course based on phases versus weeks. Because mm-hmm. you may be in a certain phase for a long time. And I know in my experience, I've had to go back. Like, I'll, I'll think I'm good. And then I'll do certain movements that I start to notice just a hint of some diastasis. And I think, okay, well, there's a chip in that foundation. Let's go back to this phase. Let's center everything around that and then revisit it. And there's kind of a back and forth mm-hmm. there, too. But I think as trainers, reminding them that it is not a race. You have the rest of your life. Um that's so important yeah and I feel like we should touch on what some of the things are that we need like what happens during pregnancy to our bodies that we need to why do we need to recover and take it a lot easier in the beginning because when I went back to the gym I don't remember hearing anything about like a diastasis yes Mm -hmm. but I remember the first time I struggled with like peeing my pants (laughs) during some jump roping Mm -hmm. and I went to the doctor and they were like oh yeah that's normal if it doesn't get better you can just you can have surgery Mm -hmm. to fix it and I'm like is that the only option (laughs) okay I yeah and I was like no one ever told me this but it seems like every other mom at the gym is joking about this Mm -hmm. and I know that if I would have maybe known some other strategies throughout my pregnancy and postpartum I might not be dealing with it so Kara, maybe break down like from an anatomy and movement perspective, like why moms similar to like an athlete who might have just had surgery, like why do we need this time to recover? Because I don't think people fully understand the gravity of like what just happened and why Mm -hmm. we need to recover. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So of course, during pregnancy, like we mentioned before, there's all kinds of hormone changes, which signals other, you know, uh, changes in your body. So you have your stomach, obviously, that is expanding. So you have um, this ligament called the linea alba that connects the two halves of your rectus abdominis or your core together, what people think of as your core or six pack together. And that has to stretch and thin to allow room for your baby to grow underneath that, right? And so that's um, expanding. We have our pelvic floor muscles 
And those muscles um, regulate sexual function and you know urination and go, going to bathroom stuff like that. They also act as a sling to hold your organs up in your body. And during pregnancy, they are getting a constantly you know overload of more weight, more weight from the baby, from your extra blood um, supply, all this stuff, and they are you know becoming, I guess the word could be compromised a little bit, um, stretched out, um, and it's different for everyone. And then of course, then you have birth. And again, we've talked about, it doesn't really matter whichever way you have it, there's gonna be some trauma either way. Um, and so, and in your bone structure changes a little bit too, especially with birth, um, uh, your pelvis and everything um, with the relaxing hormones. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happens physically to you, and that's just a general overview. Um, when you're pregnant and, and in labor and birth. So you do need to take that time, give your body some time to recover from all of that stuff. And if you can train in a certain way while you're pregnant, you can help to mitigate actually the, um, the stress that you're putting on your body during that time. Right. So yeah, so much happens. So much to talk about there. <laughs> so much happens. It's like why we expect yeah. people to just bounce back. Like, just not not good yeah and it's not just like she's talking about it's not just the core it's not just why you don't need to get your abs back right away there's like you said the foundation of the pelvic floor too is is a huge thing that I don't think it's talked about as much initially because I mean you're talking about some delicate areas but the more you know ahead of time like you said the more you can mitigate what actually happens and what damage is done yeah and on our next podcast we're going to be talking a lot more about mindset but like those are some key things that I think I take from all of this is like modify your mindset first which we'll talk about we talk a lot about in our yes. course and on our Instagram be okay with saying no to people like again it's great mm -hmm. that people are welcoming you welcoming you back into the gym but like no, I don't want to come right back in and start snatching again and doing all the things that I was doing before. Um, what else? What are there other like practical takeaways? I, I, yeah. And I think also to say like, if you do have a program or if you do have, um, oh, going along with that, actually, <laughs> I had a different pop thought pop into my head. Having a plan is important, I yeah. think too. Cause mm -hmm. then you can also say to yourself and to other people, if you need to, um, oh, this is my plan. This is what I'm following instead of, then you also don't feel so lost. And it's, yeah. it's a lot easier to say, oh, this is where I'm at in my plan and it's okay. You know, instead of like, oh, I don't really know what I'm doing. So I guess I'll just jump in and do this or I'll follow this girl on Instagram who looks really awesome a month after she had her baby. Um, so yeah, just to have your own plan and the best way to do that, obviously, is to get it through a coach who knows what they're talking about. They've been educated and they're, they want to support you in healing and recovery, building a solid foundation and then moving on from there. Yeah. And with that said, we are coming out with a six phase postpartum program should be coming out in the next couple of weeks. So keep your eye out for that. So really, yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Betsy followed it. Her sister's following it. So good. I have clients following it as mm -hmm. well. And they love it because you progress at your own pace. There's no by week two, you need to be doing this. You move on to the no next part. Yeah. You move mm -hmm. on when you're ready to move on. 
Like, and it's great. So keep your eye out for that. We will be talking again, expanding about modifying your mindset in the next podcast, because that is step one. So check that out next week and we will talk to you soon. Hey, Mint Mamas and Trainers, if you enjoyed our information, you will love our programs and resources. We have a pregnancy fitness program, postpartum program, along with guides on movement modifications and nutrition, all designed to help you safely and effectively stay active through pregnancy and return to exercise postpartum. You can even bundle our programs and save so that your whole journey is covered. You can find all of these resources at themintproject.com.